Coming to you live from the greenhouse. We are testing out background noise. <laughs> yeah, we got to see how well the glass does with sound and also just, you know, how the show sounds in this room. <laughs> so you edited the last show, so how did it sound when we were in the other room? Um, It was it was pretty good. It would definitely be a little bit better when we have a little bit more furniture in That's the room why I to feel like absorb some noise. This room's better because we have all of our furniture in this room. Yeah, literally in the other room, all we really have is our bed and nightstands and one a, couple <laughs> a couple of box. A couple of box. A couple of box. So we'll let you guys know how we feel. You guys can let us know. And Exactly. Uh, you guys be the true test. You're probably going to hear a little bit more sounds of the city. But you know what? Honestly, it's like a nice little like background track, you know? It really takes me back to our first filming location when we first started this humble show back in the old Balfour apartments. Yeah, you know, it's like we're going back to our roots. Let's talk about Super Mario 3D World for every episode. That will really take us back. Well, (laughs) so in the last two apartments that we were in, we were facing the Space Needle, and it kind of overlooks this like private area that our building has, and... You're not really hearing any of, like, the street noise at all. And I felt, like, very secluded, very private, which was all very nice and everything, except for when people were having, like, big gatherings on that private area, because obviously those were loud, but they're usually, like, on weekends only. They were few and far between. Yeah. Like, during the day for, like, a fucking bridal shower or whatever. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was really nice. But honestly, so we aren't, like, on the street level or anything, um, which is, like, everyone's been asking us, like, oh, my God, privacy. Like, no, we're not on the fucking street. Because, like, I've walked past apartments where they have, like, they're on street level, like, on the sidewalk. Our complex doesn't have street level ones but there have been ones where it's like floor to ceiling windows like you just you list that and it's like wow everybody wants your apartments but then it's floor to ceiling windows on the first floor the first floor of a busy downtown street and so your window is just like everyone's looking in to literally the sidewalk where people are walking past and like like, obviously you can have like curtains up but like you don't want to have your curtains drawn all day and if i lived on the fucking ground level i'd have my curtains drawn all day yeah, so this place, like, we're interested it, in that, like, there was pros and cons to, like, having it in both spots, like, facing the street where we get more of the, like, city sounds. It kind of feels like more part of the city. I do, like, I love our view. Like, you know, everyone's like, do you still have a Space Needle view? And honestly, we don't. But also, the Space Needle's getting a facelift, and it looks like shit anyway. Also, we can get a Space Needle view at any point if we want to just go out to, to that our, private area. To that private area. Which like, is obviously uh, what we do for New Year's. <laughs> yeah. Um... But, but yeah. like, honestly, we had her for, what, like, two, two and a half years? Yeah, like, now I'm our good. view is of the sky because we have a ceiling that's all glass, but also to, like, you I know, love the buildings, buildings that are right here. And stuff. Yeah, we have some very cute buildings that are on the opposite yeah, side of the street. Because we have, like, a bunch of, like, brick-facing buildings, which is not really common here. A lot of the buildings here are obviously glass and pretty modern-looking, yeah, which I also yeah. am into, of course. But I just, I don't know, our fucking street right here, there's lots of trees there's like brick it's really cute i really like it and i do feel a little bit more a part of the city i mean we do hear more noise but like i don't sleep in this room so that's not gonna really and honestly we still are trained from college to have a white noise app which i (laughs) i really just highly recommend whatsoever to like really prevent anything if you're a light sleeper to have anything you know interrupting you in the middle of the sleep 
but like my <laughs> I will wake up if the the app turns off. Yeah, yeah. That's so, the only thing that like, wakes me up besides my alarm now. And like sometimes my out. phone will die or like I yeah. don't know what happens. That drowns out like background noise pretty well. So yeah. it's nice. But um well one, this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Chris. I'm Rachel. And two We're just making observations about our new living situations. I just wanted to like, you know, transition into the fact that I want to call out just how much I love Seattle and how clean and beautiful this city is. Like, we're just talking about, like, the view and how we like the trees and the buildings and stuff outside. And, like, every time... I I just... I feel like I need to make a special call out for, like, how much this city does to, like, keep the city clean. Yeah. Like, I'm always seeing, like, you know, sweepers out with, like, these weird, like, Zamboni-looking things that, like, sweep up the sidewalks and, like, people like crews picking up trash and stuff like that and like all of the trees and the parks that are being planted and like they just do a lot to make the city like compared to like new york which is like one of the only other like big big cities that i've really been to That's, where it's well, like even la too but LA even LA too. <laughs> but like you know like it's just like it's I, rare that you see trash and that i appreciate i really appreciate that it, it's very nice in between like all the, like the recycling and the composting stuff that we do and also like the cleaning and like uh the plastic bags being banned which we actually have a question about later on that we can answer okay. but uh, i just really appreciate it and you know I'm, I'm feeling the appreciation especially in the springtime when all the trees are blooming and it all looks very nice i know because we have this really nice huge ass tree right outside our window and it just started to bloom and it's gonna be like this beautiful like lush green fucking thing and yeah, we thin. have so many plants in our i don't know i'm just really living for this fucking space right now it really yeah, just it's nice it really takes me home boys it is home <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the coffee that we have here. First um, of all, I'm I love this bag I know, that it came in. It's such a beautiful bag. It's like a beautiful like floral and green print bag. I think it's um the like coffee cherries. Okay. That's on there. The berries. Yeah, cherries, berries, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, this is from Katie, and this is the Edison coffee. I'm assuming that's the brand, and then Romera roast. Yes. Wow. She's pleasant. Tastes also, like black currant complex and tropical. <laughs> complex. Um, she also sent us a photo of their cat, Lulu. Every time I hear the name Lulu, I think of Waitress now. Really? I yeah. think of Gilmore Girls, Kurtz Bonch. Oh, yeah, true. I just immediately hear Lulu and that song starts playing the last Let's song in Waitress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was my waitress rendition. <laughs> yeah, wow. 10 out of 10. Thank you. Um, so well, thank yes, you for the coffee. It's delicious. I love it a lot. It's really good. So let's um, get into today's fucking... Excuse me. I oh, have a fact. Every God. time. You know, I've only been doing the show for like four fucking years now. <laughs> How many years is it going to be this August? Oh, shit. Um, well, we started in the year I got laid off, so 2015, so it'll be three years this August. Only three? I said four. No, it's, yeah, it's three. Yeah, that makes sense. Three years since we've been doing the podcast. Four years this June since we moved to Seattle. Which is... Nuts. I I did the math before, and I forget. I have to redo it to figure out... Well, next year we'll be living here longer than we were in school. Well, yeah, but, like, to figure out how long, like, our, in our relationship, when 
we've been in Seattle longer together than in Pennsylvania. All right. Well, if together. we started dating in 2010 and it's 2018 and we've been living. Yeah, I know. But it, it, like the months, is that, I think like I think we've already like passed that milestone because like really? if we left it, we left in May of 2014. We started dating. June, honey. June 7th was when we moved. Yes. What? I, I was thinking of graduating. I was thinking oh, of graduating. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> we left in June 2014. We started dating November 2010. So that's like three years and like Some seven change. or eight months. Oh, okay. Never mind. So then like, yeah, we've been here for almost four years. So yeah, we've been together longer in Seattle than we've been in Pennsylvania together in Pennsylvania, which is wild. That blows my mind, you know? Yeah. It really does. That's crazy. Uh, that was a tangent to me trying to bring up the fact. <laughs> oh, really? They relate? <laughs> um, so this is a tea fact because I ran out of coffee facts again. Uh, it takes about 2,000 tiny leaves to make just one pound of finished tea. Which it seems like both tea and coffee, it takes a lot of them to make the drinks that we enjoy. It takes a lot of water. Yes, it just takes a lot. It takes a lot. Speaking of a lot of water, you know how the meat and dairy industry really suck up the water? <laughs> this is a weird transition. I know where you're going. <laughs> so I I tweeted yesterday. I said, grab your tinfoil hats for this week's episode of Coffee with Rachel. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> um, because I think I've cracked the case on the lettuce debacle. And... I don't know if you guys know what I'm referring to, because this is not something that I've brought up before. But you know how every fucking media outlet right now is talking about the old romaine lettuce. Iceberg's fancier cousin. Fancier, but still waterlogged, if yes, you will. Yes. I'm not a romaine. I'm an arugula and chard kind of a bitch. Yes. Kale, Throw me a baby arugula, spinach chard. if I'm feeling like, I guess I'll play to you. Yes. But I'm an arugula through and through i'm a mustard green i want a peppery ass leaf in my mouth there was this one lettuce mix that we got one time that was just literally called like pepper greens and it was great and then i've never seen it again i know i think it's either like extremely popular or it's not popular at all and she's gone or maybe they're just having trouble producing it who knows i don't know Um, but either way i miss her anyway so the romaine so do you know the tea on the romaine lettuce debacle she's sick she's (laughs) sick um so the cdc it's like at the point now where it's not just like when remember when i think it was like spinach like I was in high school and there was E. coli and spinach and like I didn't eat spinach again for like three years because my mom was so paranoid like my mom's that bitch that like watches Fox News and believes everything will give you cancer and like we're all gonna die every 10 minutes so like except she smokes cigarettes okay yeah yeah, it doesn't make any sense you can't reason with that Um, (laughs) but once the CDC came out here and was like I just highly recommend you avoid all romaine lettuce, whether you're going out to eat, whether you're getting like bagged lettuce, fucking box lettuce, I don't know. Hearts, whole heads, just don't touch the romaine. So honestly, I don't really eat a lot of romaine lettuce anyway because I don't really get salads out because I just make them at home and I don't use romaine lettuce. And I, I don't know, it's not really in my food, I guess. So I've been okay, but I've been thinking about it. You know, I've been really, really, the gear's been churning. (laughs) And then uh, now this posted like one of their short little videos to Twitter. Of course. 
And they were talking about how the biggest majority of E. coli food poisoning outbreaks in the U.S. So is that what it is right now? It's E. coli? It's E. coli. Okay. Is due to salads and leafy greens. And it was like two-thirds of all fucking you know complaints of having some sort of foodborne illness comes from leafy greens and salads and that shook me and it also made me think about a conspiracy yes so here we Love go them my conspiracy is that the meat and dairy industry has contaminated our lettuce in a ploy to get people to stop going vegan and to continue eating animal products thoughts I it's a wild theory. Would <laughs> it's a wild one, and I would like to think that you're wrong, and just be like, no. Wait, you honestly no think way. I'm right? <laughs> I, I honestly up. like, I could believe it if that came to be true. Like, I would not be. I'd be shocked, but like, I'd be like, I, you know. That's plausible. My not- reasoning for that is, first of all, we all know the meat and dairy industry is so fucked up. Yes. And they are so sketchy and doing all kinds of crazy shit. I mean, they are making chicken's left titty bigger than the moon. That yeah. is not right. <laughs> okay? <laughs> think of the sag. Um, but anyway, the reason why I think about this is because everyone that is sharing the fucking romaine lettuce outbreak of 2018 they're doing the same kind of joke where it's just like well it's a good thing i want to get a rack of ribs or like oh i'm just gonna eat a fucking burger now like well it's a good thing i never ate rabbit food first of all also praying for all of the straight men that think it's gay to eat salad yeah praying for you your skin your livelihood, your innards, your organs. I'm just praying. I'm praying when for you. When I hit 100, you. I'll, I'll let you know how I'm feeling. I will I'll never be, get you know. over the men on Reddit that were like, is it gay to wipe your own ass? I'll never get over <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll never get over it. God bless. Um, But yeah, that's like the joke right now. It's just like, oh, well, <laughs> joke's on you. I only eat nothing but McDoubles. So I feel like... I feel... I, don't I, know. I understand what you're I saying. Feel I have another layer to add on to your conspiracy. A lettuce layer? Yes. Peel back those onion layers. Shrek, Thank God it's I'm not here. onion, because I couldn't live. Yeah, honestly, if it becomes onion or garlic, I'm Onion just, is just like one of now. my biggest yeah. food groups. Sorry, Scott Conant. Onion. Scott Conant can suck my whole ass. <laughs> All right. Um, so, what if they are poisoning the lettuce and it's the chemtrails and they were right all along the chemtrails are supposed to poison stuff the chemtrails i forget are, what the the, rumor the, chem, is. the chemtrails is like they are you know spreading like shit on our food that's like the conspiracy with the chemtrails is that like those things are like actually they're the government so that's stuff why we only food. should eat pop tarts because they're the only things that are safe yes exactly the foil package can't be penetrated yeah but uh, what if the chemtrails are spreading? Can you believe we're not high that? right now? <laughs> 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 I I tweeted earlier about my wrist. And I was just like, aren't wrists really weird? And I wasn't high when I fucking tweeted that either. But Did was, people ask you if you were? Uh, I haven't checked back in a while, but you know. What about your wrist? Please. It's discuss. fucking weird. It's like a whole bunch of tiny little bones in there. And then it just. That's lets, what your whole hand is. Well, well, I'm just saying like in your wrist specifically, it's just like a whole bunch of tiny little bones that are like situated in like a 
ball shape that just like lets you move your hand around in a whole bunch of directions. You should see me moving my wrist right now. Like it's fucked up. It's <laughs> weird. Wrists are fucked up. High level discourse from Chris Hubbard. Also, I will never get over someone. I need a fucking scientist on this show. <laughs> Stat to tell me what that little knob in your ankle means. I have talked about this several mm. times. That little knob that when I swear... When it points to the west, it's gonna rain. It's like, is there moss that grows on the left side of the ankle knob? And that points you in the way to go home. Chris has been furiously typing podcast titles for the last, like, 20 minutes. Um, I swear that that bone literally exists for me to nick it while shaving. And that's why I stopped shaving altogether. As a protest against that one bone. Anyway. Wow. Holy shit. <laughs> So let us know. Do you think do you that feel? the CDC, what? Do you think that the meat and dairy <laughs> industry, what if they're linked, um, is out here poisoning the lettuce? Give us a call. <laughs> what if we had a fucking phone a line? Hotline? <gasps> oh my god. That would honestly. Couldn't we get? Couldn't we make like a Google Voice like number? Yeah. And have a hotline. Yo. I mean, that works more when we're live like doing live shows you know what i mean yeah you're absolutely right yeah (laughs) this isn't a live show this is not live um (laughs) call in and then we'll we'll read your answer on next week's podcast oh my god it'll be like a letter to the editor anyway so let's go to something completely different let's talk a little bit about westworld last week we talked about handmaid's tale and which uh, is on tonight which we gotta watch yeah we gotta watch that but uh westworld we caught up and caught up with the new episodes that are out too and it's pretty good yeah i'm enjoying it <laughs> yeah i'm much it. to say i uh, gotta say i'm not really as confused you know as a lot of people are re-watching like. the first season really helped me with the timeline like you just have to know that they're never gonna do it linear and that's the point like it's not a chronological it's just like instagram westworld <laughs> will never be in chronological order and you just gotta look for the clues to tell you when it's happening. But honestly, I feel like it's not that bad. And like, there are people out there that are really nice and they make um, beautiful timelines and they add the new things from each episode to them. Yeah. So uh, you can always look at that. But um, I'm excited about it and I'm excited about all the backstory that we're going to be getting that I didn't even think I needed. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're getting a lot of like information, like, from the past and i don't want to say any more than that to yeah not i don't want to spoil people. it but if you haven't watched it yet come on yeah y'all you gotta there is one plot line you know just considering the man in black that i which i'm loving that we're just calling him the man in black literally lost i was calling 2.0. him black hat um the man in black is from lost you know yeah i just called him black hat but uh his storyline right now is not my favorite yeah i'm a little mad that they're kind of like retelling almost like his purpose from season one i wanted them to give him a little bit more purpose but i'll i'll let it play out and see it's where only we go. two episodes in so we gotta see where the fuck but i would going. say like his storyline is my least favorite right now and i'm gonna say there's not enough mave yet not yeah, enough yeah. i love that woman that ai but uh highly recommend you fucking watch that show and handmaid's tale again just prime tv time right now I know, this is um, a good time of the year we got to catch up on Grey's anatomy <laughs> speaking yeah. of good tv um we're trying to catch up we've been a few weeks behind we're trying to catch up right now we're like, it's like four oh. weeks behind i don't know what happened to us yeah but they did confirm that season 15 is happening I'm Which not, I'm would not that shocked. make it automatically officially longer than er is yeah i feel like for? that's what it was 
Yeah, I don't know. Also, do we consider General Hospital to be a hospital show? Um, Give me the tea on that. Generally. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Chris. So, yeah, there's a season 15 confirmed, and I swear to God if Addison doesn't make a fucking reoccurring role. If they end the show whenever they fucking do season 37 and Addison does not come back. It was bad enough that Addison didn't come back to a certain person's funeral. It, she should have been. She should have been. Should have been. And like, come on, like we got you so work that much shit out. Owen. <laughs> For every Owen they are scene, Owen, me, and Addison scene. <laughs> it's like we have to choose one redhead. We're. I mean, they're getting rid of April. Thank God. <laughs> Bring back Addison. Get rid of Owen. We have the one remaining ginger that just steals the show. Come yes, on. the best one. I just. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what they do with April in Arizona. I know I've been saying that for weeks. My theory is, like, everyone thinks that April's going to die. So if you don't know, it's been confirmed that, like, the actresses that play both April and Arizona are leaving the show. I don't know if they were, like, written out, if it was their choice. It's kind of been, like... At least from what I've seen online, people are assuming that it was like they were written out, like they didn't think that they were going to be leaving. Which, I mean, stories go that way, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, April, the girl that plays her, I think her name was Sarah something or other, she's already confirmed to be in, like, a new show, so I don't know if that had, like, anything to do with it. Okay, yeah. um, So everyone's assuming that they're just going to kill off April because her storyline's kind of, like, leading you to believe that. I think... It's a red herring. Yeah. Exactly, with the red hair. I uh, think they want you to think that, but they're going to kill off Arizona. I think they're just going to take Arizona's other leg. That then- would be <laughs> awful. Like, I I have a very, like, love-hate relationship with Arizona because I do appreciate what Shonda did where she gave the... <laughs> so, like, Callie is the bisexual character, and they have her actually get cheated on by the lesbian character. I'm like, I see what you're doing there, Shonda. You're really trying to, like fix the like biphobic portrayal in media you know what i mean yeah, you really she really turned the tables there and so i've never really honestly forgiven arizona for that um but i don't think she deserves that kind of <laughs> yeah just i want her the and the bitch yeah. that has the accent and does all of the orgasms to fucking run off in the sunset yes okay and then i want april to just i don't know just run off go back honestly. to the ranch <laughs> Now let's see what's happening on the ranch. Oh, no. Get out of here. <laughs> it looks like Bobby's here playing in the mud. And in the meantime, I'm going to show you guys how I make my muddy buddy fudge dumplings. <laughs> that was my pioneer woman. Your Lee Drummond I don't know impersonation. If it's, I don't know if her husband's name is Bobby. I just kind of. Yeah. You just go with that. It's probably not. <laughs> probably not. I'm so sorry. Okay. Anyway, I know you wanted to talk about Hogwarts. But more a mystery of why that game sucks so much. Yes. Is that what it's called, Hogwarts? A mystery? It's called Hogwarts Mystery. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't even download it because... That would have been clever if it was called Hogwarts A Mystery, because Hogwarts a history. <laughs> oh. Like that that would have been actually you know, taken clever thought to put into this game. Who Whatever. developed this game, first of all? A developer called Jam City, and it's all underneath like this new like division they made called port key games which is supposed to be making harry potter games mm. and like so i don't know if like this developer has i think they've like done other stuff before and then they just like hired them to like do this are game. they gonna do a quidditch game i don't know like they like in terms of harry potter video games there was like when the movies were coming out there was always just like licensed games that came out on like playstation 2 like 
way I back in the day. I just remember those fucked up photos of Hagrid. Yeah. The really like, bad animation. Honestly, those games were, they weren't really good games, but like they were, they were decent and I had fun playing them because it was Harry Potter stuff and it was at least like. And you were young and you had no yeah, standards. I had no standards and it, like I said, it wasn't like a bad game. It's just not like the greatest it's surprising world. to me that the Harry Potter universe hasn't gotten a very like, good in-depth game. Like, you know how ha- Telltale takes, like, they do the fables and all yeah. of that. They've done Game of Thrones. They've done Minecraft, which is random. And they've done uh, Batman. Who, who, they should have gotten a fucking Harry Potter game. Can you imagine? If a gritty. They've done Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah, true. If Telltale did a Harry Potter game, I would die. That's that would be amazing. Like I would love that they could tell us any smaller story in the universe and tell it through those games, and it'd be amazing. Yeah. What if they even chose like the art style from like the books that are illustrated, or even just like the cover art? Yeah, like like anything not like comic that. book style because I know that they usually go there. But I mean, some of their games are not comic book style. Like the Game of Thrones one, they look they're just like live action. Yeah. Looking. But. So, like, they had those, like, games that came out with the movies, and then they had, uh, they had, like, the Lego games, which are amazing. They those are, are so highly good. detailed. The Lego games in general, for any of them, they're all amazing games. They're so fun, especially co-op. If you're looking for co-op games, they're, like, one of the best. They're so fun. There's so many things to do. There's a lot to collect if you're that person that loves to, like, completely finish and 100% and a game. they were really good with, like, details of the Harry Potter universe. They put, like, a lot of comedy into the game. But, of course, they, they mostly follow the details of the movies. Yes. Because um, yeah. they're based off of the movies, not exactly the book book. But they're very accurate to the movie. So, yeah. that's cool. And so, then now, we have fucking Hogwarts Mystery. Which, I I, w- I would love a game that's just like like an, an RPG game where, like, you open just... Open world? An open world RPG. Like, like GTA but Hogwarts. Yeah, like GTA but Hogwarts. Literally where, like, you... Can you imagine? Like, and it could be even an online RPG where, like, you, like, are... Or in, in a server or something. You're, you're in a server with other people that are, like, all in, like, th- like different Hogwarts servers. And, like, you're just going to classes and you're doing your shit. And, like, you can go on quests with other people and, like, shit like that. And that would be, like, so amazing and they could absolutely do that and it would be like a bestseller i don't know why they haven't fucking done something like that i would i don't know licensing because like i remember this game was teased like a while ago and then people were able to download it even though it wasn't supposed to be out yet like people were just what is the deal with that animal crossing had that problem too i don't know it might have been australia again like where games are released there earlier who knows but people were already like dragging it because they were like, yeah, this game's like not really fully fleshed out. It's not very good, blah, blah, blah. But I chalked it up to being like, oh, well, it's not made to be released yet. But, uh, but it's out now. And the overwhelming majority is, is saying, that it's like one of the worst fucking mobile games to ever exist. Yeah, it's literally just like, hey, please pay us. Which makes me so angry because, first of all, that whole, that whole franchise already has so much fucking money. And they're using that money to pay Johnny Depp. But... Um, also, like, if fucking Nintendo can come out with a full Animal Crossing game for mobile that feels like a game, like, yes, I stopped playing it because I was starting playing New Leaf again, but that game has, like, no paywall. You know, there's no energy that you need. You know, you can't just do, like, one thing. Like, I appreciate the games that, like, 
there is ways to make microtransactions, but it does it's not, not necessary. It's not necessary. I would be more inclined to make microtransactions if it if I knew it was not blocking my way and I just wanted to do something really fast for some reason. I've seen a like, lot of people be like, you know, I would have been willing to pay like five, ten, fifteen dollars for a full game. Yeah, like in terms of mobile games, I like the ones where you pay up front and then you just get the whole game. Like I have Civilization Revolution, Monument which, Valley, Monument Valley. Those games I just pay up front and then I just have it and it's great. Because like I do think a Harry Potter game would work really well on mobile, especially something like this where it's kind of like a, a story game. I haven't played it myself, so. Well, first of all. Calling it a game is really fucking loose because all it is is just like you like being guided in conversations like you don't get to like walk around doing anything. It's just like a like a, um, it's like a virtual story like that's like yeah I get it's you. literally just like a virtual story where you're like clicking through conversations you make a couple of choices that like don't really have much effect and then like when it gets to like any scenes that are actually like action or like having to do stuff it's just like you clicking on different parts of the screen to be like like when you first learn lumos which is like the first spell that you learn all you do is you're sitting in the fucking charms classroom and like you click on your character and it says like you know flip pages and you just click 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 flip pages and then at the end you draw a line on your screen and then that's it and that that's like the the most action you get out of anything is just I've like seen tapping games on like parts. that before, but they were probably like when we were still playing on like an actual desktop computer and you're clicking through like a Nancy Drew. But each of those clicks. But Nancy Drew is a lot. <laughs> it's it, Nancy Drew is like so much. At least like, you get to pick where you're walking yeah. around. And then like those all those clicks take energy, and then you like you get to points where like. You run out of energy, like everybody got stuck at the devil's snare, and like you get stuck there because you have to do way more clicks than you have energy. So you have to wait for your energy to refill. So clicks are part of using your energy. Like every time you like press like any of those like action things, oh, like annoying. that like uses energy. And then I've when, already seen people share that like SpongeBob meme where he looks really winded, and they were like me after I talked to one person in Hogwarts mystery. Yeah, because it just takes so much energy to do like anything at all. And then like so then you have to wait for your energy to build back up. But the caveat is that. And that's, like, how a lot of games fucking work in mobile spaces. Like, they do that, and then you have to wait for more energy, and then you come back. But with Hogwarts Mystery, they take to the next level fucked up, where, like, if you don't come back within eight hours, you just fail that challenge, and you have to start all the way over again. Oh, God. Bye. I would have already stopped playing. I deleted it already. It's fucking gone. The only thing I liked about it is that you got to pick your house. Yeah, but, like, even, like, the customization, like, you can't even buy glasses without paying real money. What? Yeah. Also, I I saw a lot of people complaining because hair texture for people of color is, like, a thing that you have to pay for. Or it's, like, an unlockable thing that you have to get, like, a certain level to get. Like, that's so fucked up. It is really fucked that's up. That's so they, like, fucked up. They, like, blocked so many customization things behind paying money. Yeah. Fuck that. It's a no for me. I just, I gotta know what, did JK just like finally hit her point where she was like, I really don't give a fuck anymore. I got a lot of money, so I'm just gonna let my series go to trash because she's like, wow, let me erase Dumbledore's sexuality in these new movies. I'm gonna write some really loose storylines and cursed child and then here you go here's a really horrible harry potter game like giant <laughs> what and johnny depp like what the fuck is going on like 
I don't know. I, I gotta know. I just have to remember my original book series and just live in that world because I don't like what's happening right now. Yeah. It's <sighs> frustrating. Which, speaking of which, you've restarted. Yeah, so I read the Harry Potter series for the very first time like a year and a half ago. And now I am currently doing my second reading because I know that everyone says that your second reading is the best. And I didn't get to get very far because I got really tired last night when I started. Yeah. But I will let you guys know how I feel as I go through if any of my opinions on things have changed. Um, I'm really going to be paying close attention to Dumbledore's character and seeing if there's any allusion to his sexuality there other than that fucking tweet that she made. Because already I'm one chapter in and then one of the first things he says is like, you know, the last time I blushed like this is when Madame Pomfrey said something about him. So I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's totally fucking gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they just... <laughs> let me let me. They could have made him like fluid, you know? I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I just think that she literally was just like, I don't know. She just wanted to pander. She, she just, yeah, she just wanted to pander, but didn't put it in the actual series, which is the series that you know people are actually like taught to read in school, and you know is highly regarded. And then like it's not even there anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. And then it's not in the movies either. So like, what's the honest purpose of your fucking tweets? And if you're not gonna put it in the new movies that come out after the fact of you but, making that statement, then okay, cool. In the movie that it would actually matter in. Um, I also I want to pay attention to Ron's storyline and see if I like him anymore than I. <laughs> did not at all the first time <laughs> yeah. i read it so I'm, I'm not going in with like a bias like i fucking hate ron i'm trying to see like does he do anything besides play one good game of chess i need <laughs> and i know i know i, I piss know. people off whenever i say it but like i'm sorry i'm here for harry and his you know his troubled past because i can really identify with him and it makes me sad when people like whenever i see like polls of like people's favorite characters and no one gives a shit about harry and i'm like harry's the one i relate to the everybody most just thinks he's of... got the ptsd he's got the terrible abusive upbringing like i just fucking feel for him everybody thinks of the order of the phoenix harry because that's the one where he's the most quote-unquote complainy but it's oh literally because God. he's like having nightmares and being like tortured by like he's everything. literally being gaslighted by everyone in his life and he's literally just having ptsd flashbacks and no one gives a shit yeah. they're like there's some you know you're whatever harry his dreams yeah like, it's like oh actually i'm just being gaslighted it is fucking voldemort's influence over me dun 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 yeah honestly that book made me be mad at hermione and ron because i was like you guys are his best friends and you guys always are you know there for him and you trust him or whatever and then suddenly they were like oh my god he's such a fucking like piece of shit he's so extra like we don't really buy him you know what i mean like they weren't believing some of the things that he was saying and i'm like it's just so fucking frustrating to read that book thinking of them i thought he was totally justified yeah i don't know whatever so I'll let you know how I feel as I'm rereading it. <laughs> I am starting up the series of unfortunate events, which neither of us have read since we were like in grade Fucking school. Fucking young. Yeah, and so we only have the first five right now. I'm sure I will quickly burn through these, and we'll need to get the rest of them. And you've only read the first five. I've only read the first five, so I didn't get any farther than that. But, I read um, them all, but it took me a very long time, and it's I've only done it once. I've never reread them after that. Yeah. So, how are you liking it so far? I know you're not very far in, but... Um, I mean, it's pretty good. It is... I'm trying to decipher as I go on 
what is the age group that this is intended for this book because there's a elementary lot elementary school there's a lot of times where there are words that are described like lemony like are defined briskly in another sentence after it was used and like i'm just like okay so this is very it's a it's a pretty simple sentence structure and grammatical structure and like word usage and anytime there is a word that is like a little bit like advanced i'm saying for lack of a better word like it gets defined for me yeah so that's one thing about harry potter that i'll give yeah you know because what is harry potter is it really aged for it, like 11 year olds or whatever because he's supposed to be 11 yeah, yeah that's and it's pretty age, yeah. i mean i don't remember exactly what i was reading at that age i was reading a lot of shit so i don't know yeah but it's definitely more up there yeah in terms more advanced of advanced read yeah yeah like the sentence structure alone and yeah but it's supposed to age with you so i'm curious to see how a series of unfortunate events will age with you because i yeah. don't remember and you guys, you know, I, I said on Twitter that I was starting a really terrible series. And you guys got to get with it. Everyone was, like, dragging him. I was like, that's the joke. It's the joke. This is a horrible book with nothing fun and nothing good. <laughs> Do you think you'll ever watch the series I on Netflix? It was bad, right? Uh, and not, like, I'm not no. being ironic. Like, it was terrible, right? The whole reason was because it was so obviously, like, you're watching this on Netflix, which has thousands of movies that you could like download. Oh like, remember? yeah! Like, you know, like, Fuck that! I don't need that. <laughs> they were like very obvious with like pushing that like this is Netflix. It's Netflix. It's Netflix. Like I'm sorry, no one will ever compare to Meryl Streep playing that leech bitch. Oh my god, was that in the Jim Carrey one? Yeah. I never saw that. I know you never saw it. And like, yes, I'm with you. Like, it sucked to have all three books shoved into one movie. However, the imagery and the cast for that book movie transition there was really good. I wish that they had made it a fully-fledged series. I, mean, I really now, enjoyed it as a kid. Now, going into this book, I can see why they wanted to do, like, more than one book in a movie because like i'm probably gonna finish this book really quickly and there's not a lot of there's not a lot to it you yeah know what I mean? well that's the first one the bad beginning is almost like a chapter but the reptile room and the the leech binge i feel like those deserve more if anything like if peter jackson can make the hobbit three fucking movies then anything's possible yeah <laughs> like <laughs> we can do anything that's my motto <laughs> all right Let's take a quick break for some ads, and then we'll do our quiz and question time. So this episode of Coffee with Crachel is brought to you by AdamandEve.com, which is a sex toy and all things pleasure website, if you will. As always, we have a great deal for you guys. If you use code CWC on AdamandEve.com, you get 50% off of just about any item, free shipping, three free adult DVDs, and a free mystery gift. So again, just go to AdamandEve.com and use code CWC to get that offer. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible.com. Well, are you shocked? I don't think anybody is shocked, but uh, here we are, and uh, Audible.com, <laughs> if you've never heard of it, is a place, the premier spot, I'd say, to get all of your audiobook needs. They have a wide selection to choose from, and if there's an audiobook for the book that you're interested in, it's going to be on Audible. Are you guys sick of listening to our voices? Why not listen to, like, Amy Poehler read a book? 
Exactly. You know, we are not the only people putting audio content out there in the world, and I'm sure you are sick of us, so go listen to one of those books. <laughs> so you can get a free trial by going to audibletrial.com slash CWC. Yeah, you'll get a free trial and one free audiobook. So that's, once again, audibletrial.com slash CWC. So now that I just kind of, you know, vented my frustrations about Harry Potter, let's do a Harry Potter quiz. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Uh, Everyone has a Hogwarts professor who matches their personality. Which one are you? So first of all, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Run around Jesus. (laughs) Uh, That's not where I was going. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's where I went. Okay, I feel like you are... mm, mm, Okay. What's the the ghost of... Bins? Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, you're either Bins or Filch. Or Flitwick. What am I saying? Yeah, Filch. Filch. I was like, what? I, I knew it was an ass. I would say Flitwick. I'd like to be Flitwick. I think you're Flitwick. I'm the choir director who is also <laughs> Flitwick, right? Yes. But it's played by a different person. Or it's played by the same person, but it's supposed to be a different character. It's very confusing. It is very confusing what they did. Yes. I, from my understanding, Flitwick is also the choir director. Yeah. Yeah, well, then but then they just like I'm Flitwick. They just like, <laughs> just kidding. I'm Squidward. <laughs> just kidding. I'm obviously Professor Sprout. Yes. Let's be fucking real. All right. Pick a Hogwarts subject: charms, potions, herbology, history of magic. I'm herbology. I'm going with potions. Pick a house to live in. Now these are photos, so that kind of so, sucks. Yeah, we got Privet Drive. We got the Burrow. We've got the Malfoy Mansion, and then Hermione's childhood home. Ooh, I'm going with Hermione's childhood home. It's cute. I'm going to go with... Oof. Uh, Privet Drive. Okay. Pick a drink. Giggle water, butterbeer, gilly water, or fire whiskey. I'm going... What is giggle water? Just makes you laugh. I think that's one of like uh, Fred and George's... Okay, I'm going to go with that because honestly, that sounds like something I would do. I'm going with Butterbeer. Classics. Now pick a candy. Chocolate Frog, Birdie Butts, Ever Flavored Beans, Sugar Quill, or a Licorice Wand. I'm going with the Sugar Quill. I'm going with the Chocolate Frog. You can miss me with all Birdie Butts. I hated (laughs) when Harry Potter was super popular when we were really young and then everyone bought those stupid jelly beans and they would bring them to school and they'd be like, here, it's fucking caramel. And it was vomit and I... Just that was the year that I didn't trust anyone. That's what put you off to Harry Potter. It did. I'm like, what's this fucking earwax book? Like, oh my god! Pick a Diagon Alley shop. Florum Fordsk. <laughs> Shit. Florian Fordescu's ice cream parlor. Yeah, I mean, I've never really said it out loud, so <laughs> I don't I'm know. So- Fordescu, whatever. Ford Escape. Ice cream parlor. <laughs> Madame Malkin's robes. Ilops, Owl Emporium, or Flourishing Bots. Um, um, I'm going I feel with like you, you, Owl Emporium. Yeah, I knew you would, and I'm going with Flourishing Bots. Just want those boys to shit on me. Uh, now, <laughs> pick a Hogsmeade shop or place to visit. The Hogshead, Three Broomsticks, Honey Dukes, or Zonko's Joke Shop. Okay, first of all, I just have to say, like, the Hogshead is Squeezy and Honey Dukes is Lila. Oh, yes. Now, I'm going to go with Honey Dukes. I'm going with the Three Broomsticks. You know, sit down with a nice... Butterbeer you know, <laughs> with the nice. chums. <laughs> Who's your favorite professor? Snape, Dumbledore, Sprout, or Lockhart? Oh Lockhart! My God. <laughs> Get out of here, Sprout. <sighs> Dumble. 
Okay, choose one more professor. Flitwick, Lupin, McGonagall, or Trelawney. Oh, fuck. This is hard. I'm going with Lupin. Well, because my, my appreciation for Trelawney has really grown after my latest read, you know? I know. And then I'm going to pick Lupin, even though McGonagall is really great. great. Yeah. Who'd you get? McGonagall. I got Sprout. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm, I was going to say McGonagall for myself, but I didn't want to be, like, I didn't think I could live up to I know. standards, like, <laughs> to be honestly, honest. I feel it. I wanted to. So, what did it say? You are strong and powerful. You're brave and would protect absolutely anyone, not just the people you care about. You know, maybe you don't live up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I got Sprout. You're kind and sweet. You're courageous and not afraid to say what's on your mind. Maybe I you might don't live be up. kind. That's it. <laughs> okay. I don't say anything. Got halfway there, living on a prayer. Well. Oh man! All right. So anyway, let's get into some questionerinos from the bencherinos. Wow! Wow! What a rhyme. Uh, so here is the question that was related to the plastic bags we talked about earlier from okay. Cassandra. Said, hey, Pinterest, this might be a weird question, but I know that the city of Seattle charges for any plastic bags that you get from the grocery store. So with that being a thing, how do you get rid of cat litter? I have been using those for my cats in the past, but recently started using reusable bags for groceries. So I was just wondering what you guys used. Um, well, they don't really let us buy, like, plastic bags at all. It's like if you buy a bag at the store, it's a paper bag. Yeah, and um, they usually do charge you for it. Yeah, but... Uh, when we do the cat litter, it is like we have the plastic bags we put in our garbage can. Yeah, like at a regular home. garbage bag. And so I just put it in there, and I only do that though when I'm like gonna take it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In other cases, then I just try and find some other kind of vessel that's going into the trash that I scoop it into. <laughs> yeah, there have been some interesting moments at Christmas. Yeah, there have been some interesting moments. You know, this is really gross. When I've went to the fucking vet. Oh, God. When I've gone to the vet with... Uh, a sample. With some samples because they weren't feeling so well. Um, it's gone to the vet and some interesting things. Because I don't want to just be walking around with like a Ziploc bag full of samples. So, <laughs> the one time I put it inside of a uh, Amazon box that we just had that didn't go to the recycling yet. And so, then I brought it and... They were like, this is the nicest way anybody's ever brought us samples before. That's what I aim to do. All right. And then the next question is from AJ who said, hey, guys, just want to say thank you for doing what you do. The podcast is literally my favorite self-care part of the week. I was wondering if Rachel was planning on doing some Bi Pride and LGBTQ themed art keychains, magnets, etc. They're all just beautiful things that you make. Happy early Pride Month. Okay. So I have some feelings about this and... I'm very conflicted when it comes to selling things that are making money off of LGBTQ topics, which like I know is not something that people don't do. I just, I feel very conflicted doing it. And so I think if I'm going to do it, I was thinking about doing a couple of phone backgrounds and I was going to make them like significantly cheaper. My, my phone backgrounds are already 99 cents. So I was thinking about making them like the cheapest that I could get my thing to be. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I don't like the idea of like making a lot of money off of something like that. I know I could also just like donate any proceeds to an LGBT organization, which is something else I've also considered doing instead of just like you know what I mean? Like just charging my normal price or whatever and yeah. then doing that. So I'm going to either do it one of two ways. Um, 
but I don't know if I'm going to make like magnets and stuff like that because those things are more expensive. It was really just like the foam backgrounds that I felt comfortable doing because I don't know. I just feel really conflicted about it. Maybe I'm crazy, but I don't know. I just there's something about it that makes me feel fucking weird. Like I don't it's another reason why I don't like sell things that are just like, you know, I don't know, just like pro feminism because I don't want to make money off of that either. Like I just feel like there's a there's a commodity in these things it's almost like a quote-unquote trend and it's just like i don't like it when capitalism really f- takes over a movement does that make sense maybe i'm thinking I too get, deep about it i get you but i also think maybe like you know it'd be it's different if it's just like large corporations just like you and know, someone taking, who's actually lgbt yeah somebody LGBT that thing. yeah that's like a feminist and pro lgbt and just making art I yourself think, like, like I, cause I do have a little bit of time before, cause I probably wouldn't be listing these things until pride month, which is June. I think if anything, I'm just going to like donate all proceeds to the Trevor project, which I think would be a good way to do it. Yes. Um, so I'm still up in the air about it, but I will let you guys know. But if anything, it's probably going to be phone backgrounds. Um, and I was going to do like a just like straight up rainbow situation and then a couple of different flags like i would do like a trans flag a bi flag a pan flag maybe like an ace flag like whichever flag i'm feeling like i can fucking do yeah, or maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. one that's also like all the different flags would be cool you know i've got some ideas okay okay but yeah, that sounds pretty good i do i do feel like i a, like the I, idea of donation i like, think I that's like that, the best yeah. way to do it because like it's just it just it does make me feel fucking uncomfortable because like i don't want you know I just don't, I don't want the money for something like that. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. Know. Um, so yeah. So, and that's also the same month that my store is um, like having its fucking like anniversary of being made. So I think I am going to be doing like a pretty big sale that will last like maybe like a, I don't know, like a few days around my anniversary, which is yes. the 12th. Yes. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. I will let you know, but it's definitely an idea that I've kicked around. All right, and then we're going to move on to, we got a lot of uh, email questions this week, so we're going to pop into a few of those. Uh, This first one, I'll keep everybody anonymous. Uh, They said, I've binged every episode of Coffee Cradle. I'm currently updated. Coffee Cradle is my favorite podcast since I Mm. feel like I'm just sitting down with a couple of friends and I look forward to every episode. Hearing you guys talk about mental health and each of your stories is is inspiring and motivating, and I hope that one day I can become that self-aware. Sorry if this has been mentioned on the podcast already, but I wanted to ask you both a couple of questions. How did you improve your communication skills if you've always been a shy slash reserved person? How do you get yourself out of a negative mentality if you've always had a pessimistic outlook from being surrounded by a negative environment such as family, friends, etc.? I've been struggling a lot with these problems, and now it's really starting to affect my relationship with my boyfriend. I've been on the path of improving myself and self-reflecting and whatnot, but I feel like I can only do so much. I feel like I'm blocking myself mentally. So there's two questions in here that are kind of different. So let's go one at a time. First one. So, well, what I think is like the the being shy and reserved one and how did you improve communication? I think that one definitely is for you. And then the one where you're surrounded by more negative-minded people and like how do you break free of that kind of like pessimistic mindset? I feel like we both have dealt with that. So in regards to feeling really shy and then how do you improve your communication? Chris, what are your thoughts? Well, it... It's not some like when I we started dating like pretty much after I went to fucking college and like 
we all know I went to college like the mindset like I'm gonna be a fucking different person blah 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 and like um, there's a couple of aspects to this that I want to get to but uh, when it came to like being more open with my communication and relationship that a lot of that came over time especially yeah it was with, not overnight with Rachel making me feel really comfortable like having open conversation um, that helped a lot. Because I'm really comfortable talking about a lot of shit, yeah. especially with the people in my and personal life. So I feel like I give off that vibe that it's like a safe place exactly. to do That's that. That's like it, it. A lot of it came from because like I'd never really had a relationship like that before. Not like romantic, like romantic friendship, anything like that, where like I was truly feeling like safe and comfortable to like open up and like have open, honest conversation and that just came a lot from you making me feel like i was in a place where i could express myself without judgment and like we could have an honest discussion and you know it's not like you'll never tell me if i'm like wrong about something but it's just yeah, like you hate it <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, like it's it came from just like over time like warming up into the conversations and like you making me feel like I could talk and a lot of that came from you you know being I open do to think talk that, that also yourself. extends to our friends at the time as well and our friends now yeah um we've always at least for me personally I've always like really tried to surround myself with people that I did feel safe having like very open honest discussions with and like all the people that I don't they're more of like a surface level friend and I feel like for you before you were introduced to like the people that I knew a lot of your friends were like that like it was like it's almost like what I consider my surface level friendships but like yeah. all of your friends were like that and like that really sucks because you gotta find that group where it's not just you that's opening up it's everyone and like everything is fair game and I think those are like the relationships that really thrive and like you know there there were things that happened with those people that like we don't talk to anymore you know yeah. but like at the time when things were good like They're that was a thing the other aspect of this is that, like, through my journey in therapy, I'm starting to question a lot of things about my life, and one of them, especially, that's been prevalent is, was I actually a really shy person? Because, Whoa, that be, fucking blew my mind. Because, <laughs> no, it's because there's a lot of different things, but essentially, like, I don't really... Like, when it comes down to it, when I'm meeting new people, when I'm, like, in a job setting, like, when I'm in a place where I have to exert myself. You're extremely charismatic. I, I'm charismatic and I'm personable and I can hold conversation and that's not an idea that I'm used to thinking about myself. I say and it all the time and you're always shook by it, but I'm like, this is why I feel like you are do so well in those situations like you are really good at that and like i've noticed that because i used to explain it to other people that didn't know you because you would always come across like as shy because people would just expect it of you because that was like what you told everyone to expect of you yeah and i feel like it speaks to the whole nature versus nurture thing i feel like you thought your nature was shy but honestly it was your nurture bitch. it was my nurture i'm i am learning that like i am not as shy as I thought I was and I had these capabilities to like you know be communicative and open but forever, it wasn't displayed but, for you to but it be wasn't that way yeah it wasn't displayed for me and 
you know, there's a lot of things that I could easily get into, like, in another episode, like, you know, yeah. things that I'm learning about myself, but it's a wild ride, and that's, like, one of my, like, first, like, bigger realizations. I don't think I'm really, I'm not a shy person, it's just that I don't... You were trying to fit a mold that I was, was fitting set for you. I was fitting a mold, and I was just following what i was taught and now i need to teach myself how to not do that because to be perfectly honest with you to get kind of into that yeah it's fine i felt like i did not fit in with the people that you grew up with and your family because i was more outspoken and you know i used to be like really loud too like i'm more reserved now as i'm like not annoying but like (laughs) i i used we know the rant videos (laughs) um but i'm definitely more like outgoing more you know outspoken person i like to have a lot of deep conversation with people i like to just i'm an open book and i felt like i did not fit in and i feel like that's a little bit of where you're coming from now because like you're starting to feel like you don't fit in and it's because like you're realizing that you don't in that regard in like the shyness because honestly that's how i would describe everyone in your family is shy yeah absolutely we don't know if that's like the same situation you're having or if like they really are but you know who knows who fucking knows but turns out like I can fucking talk. Like, I fucking st- stood in front of my entire school of, like, fucking how many students? I don't know, like, a couple thousand students and, like, tried to run for vice president of the entire school. Like, student vice president. I know. And, like, you know. It makes me sad that you, because I remember a time when we were in college and I built everyone that- was picking whether or not they wanted to be a broadcast meteorologist or just a regular like research meteorologist yeah and you first of all everyone that we know that chose broadcast has a fucking job they have thriving careers thriving right? careers it might be in like small towns doing local news but they are fucking killing it they are doing their craft they are you know doing it basically yeah. and i remember you talking to me about it and you were really concerned you were like i just don't think that i could like be on tv i don't think that i'm i think i'm too shy i think i'd be really awkward and then like i don't I know i could fucking do it i absolutely could see you doing that and yeah. i absolutely still to this day think that you'll eventually like go back to school and then become a teacher in meteorology yes that's or my, environmental science that is or my whatever. end goal to be some sort of educator yeah yes but which that's another thing that you've already done here and there and like would you think uh, a shy person can do that no honestly one of my favorite jobs was that science camp i worked for three weeks and i was just working with like eighth graders and teaching them about different science topics honestly one of my favorite jobs i could totally it see was you amazing. being a middle school science teacher environmental science what age group would you like to teach i know that you've said college but like you obviously have to teach younger if not college you get, middle school honestly yeah. because like the topics can be a little bit more like advanced but like the kids they just had like such an honest earnest like drive to learn about all these yeah. things and they were so excited about once everything. you get to high school the kids that are in science that aren't pursuing science careers later they're just like i don't even but then when you get here. to college it's usually everybody wants, wants science. to be yeah. yeah i feel like middle school like i know middle school kids get a bad rap because they're going through it yeah <laughs> and they are mean <laughs> but they still have such a like a veras verat what's the word racist verat i get what you're trying to go my philly Velociraptor. Jew is coming out <laughs> for learning yes you know yeah. voracious appetite <laughs> viscosity <laughs> <laughs> meniscus point um, um okay the other question <laughs> i hope you we know, answered that 
Maybe next week we should dive into like some more. We'll like, dive into Chris's death. We'll dive into me. I love um, Magic School Bus into his brain. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. So the other question was about um, having a pessimistic outlook, being surrounded by a pessimistic environment and family and friends and oh, such. Oh boy, do I got or a negative environment? Yeah. Um, the that, number one thing that you can do is to surround yourself with different types of people that are not like that and now the group the group of like our group now in terms of both friends and family that we like actively interact with small but quality quality (laughs) quality and positive yeah because it's not like oh we have to be like hashtag posi vibes all day long no no because that's honestly a fucking that's a that's a whole other thing yeah but I, I, I can't, I, I cannot surround myself with people who I notice a pattern of behavior where it's always negative. It's always the end of the world. It's always like looking for drama, looking for an argument, conflict, confrontation. I just can't. If I sense that in someone, I immediately am the other way. And why? Because that was my entire upbringing. And, and it, I'm it's done both with of that. our entire upbringings, like negative in different ways. Yeah, mine was more but, aggressive. Yours was more subdued. But like, I just like looking at like it's the po- exhausting. And I don't it, be it's tired. exhausting. Like I look at like you know how my family like portrays like life and the interactions they have through life basically through facebook and it's just like a slew of negativity and every time i look at that i'm like i i'm enjoying yes there's things that make me sad in life there's things that make me angry or upset whatever but as a whole i'm enjoying life and i'm enjoying things that i'm doing and i don't want to just like sit here and be like negative nancy about like every fucking thing in my life i want to like try and talk about the things that are really like happy and like that are making me happy and work towards things that are making me happy yo side note i just realized like of course it's negative nancy you know what i mean yeah you know i love sexism in our language um linguistics let's do a whole episode on that it's positive patty too I've never heard anyone I know, say nobody, that. Nobody what? says positive patty. Who the but fuck like, has said yeah, that yeah. before? Um, but honestly, like when I think about my mental health and the time that I was like surrounded by, obviously like I was still in contact with my family all the time and everything too. And like the friends that I was surrounding myself with, like my mental health was fucking shit. And then I became that person. And I was so angry and so just like mean spirited And when I think about that person, I'm like, I don't even recognize that person anymore. And when I think about my mental health now, like, do I still have problems? Absolutely. Like, I was just talking about that on Instagram yesterday. Like, we still have some ongoing things. I'm still in therapy, et cetera. But I do enjoy my life. I do wake up enjoying my life. I can get in a bad mood and I can experience negative feelings. And that's where the posi vibes do not come into play. Like they're like, do not experience negative emotions, honey. All emotions are valid. They're going to come and go and they're going to always change and you can't just ignore them. That is unhealthy, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm in a much better place. And I think like the only way that you can get out of that fucking mindset is to surround yourself with people that challenge that mindset. And I remember when I was that person, the people that were different from me, that were more, had a more voracious attitude for life. Yeah. <laughs> 
those people annoyed me. I was like, oh my God, that person's so chipper and annoying yeah, and cheerful. And exactly. now I'm like, I crave the company of people like that. Those sunshine people. Now, are they always going to be sunshine? No, because we all have days, bitch. Honestly, if it was somebody that is all fucking sunshine and never, you know, sad or, you know, having... Upset or upset, angry. Yeah, then that would be just as annoying too, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. But... Like, I, yeah, I just think about, like, I had a lot of negativity, like, and I I was, like, I think about my past self, and, like, while I was, like, surface level nice, like, I harbored a lot of negativity, and I harbored a lot of, like, bad feelings. Also, I harbored so much judgment. Yeah, so me too. Because I harbored my so much judgment. Because my upbringing was incredibly judgmental, so I fucking follow that yeah and for the longest time yep. the internalized misogyny guys oh my god that is especially because like that's my entire family like the yeah. women in my family at least like my immediate family that is their fucking they don't like women oh my god my mom loves rush limbaugh for christ's sake you can't like women if you like Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> but like it's just uh i just think about like the videos i used to make where i was like shitting on people's outfits and girls makeup and hair and things like that and it's just like where does that come from oh that comes from a place of internalized misogyny honey. and also just like a place of negativity <laughs> because you're just putting out there putting more that was your rant video era was just putting more negativity out there because the i universe. just didn't i was i had so much anger harbored inside of me from all of the shit that i was dealing with and i didn't know a healthy outlet so i was like i'll take it to youtube <laughs> <laughs> I used to spend a lot of time in online forums and just like getting into fucking arguments on like yeah. Facebook and forums and stuff like that and just like mm, oh me this. on Tumblr like people would ask me the most simple question on Tumblr and I would just come I, there was like a point in time where like it was very noticeably common for people with on Tumblr that had followings and it wasn't just me it was like that was the vibe of Tumblr Tumblr I don't know what it's like now yeah. <laughs> I don't go there <laughs> but there was like a point in time in like the early 2010 through like 2012 era where it was very like popular to be like really negative negative nagging <laughs> nagging <laughs> negative like that was when like unpopular opinions was like the oh number one thing you'd be sharing on unpopular fucking social opinions is a website where it's all popular opinions but everybody could just be like yeah i agree with that <laughs> yeah and like i just remember it was really common to see like you would get a ask or a question from someone on tumblr and you would just like go in and you were just like so vicious for no fucking reason and i'm sure like i know i followed suit with that and it took me a few years to be like what the fuck? same with like form spring and like oh, shit like yeah. that you know now of course people were also asking really nasty things too but of there course, were times yeah. where it wasn't nasty but i would perceive it to be nasty because i was in such a like pessimistic judgmental mindset which is also tied deeply in insecurity that like i would just assume anything asked of me was asking in like a a judged way that i would just go in and like now i'm just i don't do that yeah because i i one i'm tired and <laughs> and two i i understand like where people are coming from and you just have to remove yourself from that environment in order to fucking change i'd rather go through my life assuming positive things and assuming innocent like questions assuming innocent intent and that's what i i touched on that yesterday when i was talking about like how sometimes it does upset me when i have seen people like just 
fucking ask me like hey return to youtube and sometimes in my head i'm like i literally have told you guys that like it made my mental health deteriorate why would you ask that of me but i have to understand that as an adult that like first of all not everyone knew that like i got messages yesterday being like i had no idea that uploading videos was doing that to you so like of course like I, it's just like social media instagram decided when you the can fuck miss wants to, like, things fucking put it out to you like what people caught what people didn't you exactly know? like you don't i can't assume that everyone is reading in everything that i'm saying or hearing everything that i'm saying also i can't assume that people like want me to fucking die you know what i mean like i made a joke tweet like a few months ago where i was like all these people wanting me to come back to youtube like you all really want me to die that was a joke with a hinge of fucking truth to it because at the time i was not really understanding that like people aren't trying to be malicious when they ask me that they're just they just miss someone you know what i mean like they're not trying to make your me content feel was bad. just that damn good shut the fuck up <laughs> but like you know what i mean and so i don't know i just feel like you have to understand that most people this went a different way but like most people are not trying to you can't always assume malicious intent and that is something that comes from removing yourself from really pessimistic environments yeah, this all, because you this always all ties do together. assume that it's like the healthy balance of removing negativity from your life but also realizing that there will be negative feelings and experiences that are healthy and you need to no. experience well like there's going to be times when you are like angry or sad and like yeah it's valid and you have to experience those things so that way you can appreciate the times when you're not exactly yes let's go on to another question <laughs> i hope that was okay S sorted things out we spent a lot of time on those two questions but i hope it helps uh, next one says my boyfriend and i met on tinder and go to the same college in california he has an anxiety panic he has anxiety and panic attacks for a few years and i've self-diagnosed myself in parentheses yeah i know as having depression and ptsd because of both of these, my sex drive has been pretty low, and I'm worried that it might be taking a toll on our relationship. I've talked about this to my boyfriend, too. Do you think it's normal to have your mental health affecting your life like this? I love you two so much, and I hope that you and the Chunks are loving your new space. I mean, I can't tell you how many times my sex drive has just been gone, girl, when I've been in a Honestly, really bad state. Honestly, sex drive, like... It's one it, of the first things to go it, when it, you're not doing Absolutely. Well. Your mental state will affect it absolutely you don't like, even no have question. to have a disorder for that to happen yeah. like you can literally just be having a really rough week and then you're just not in the mood yeah so i mean yeah. it's definitely worth talking to someone about and i know that like that might not be a great thing to hear or like it might not be the most plausible thing to do but like sometimes it's like i'll bring that up in therapy i'll be like hey like where'd my sex drive go honey and we I talk about it and we talk about what could be possibly blocking that or whatever but it is it is common i wouldn't classify it as normal in the sense that like that is a sign that like you know maybe you should be talking to someone yes. you know it is yeah. a sign that like things aren't going well so i don't want to call it like normal for that sake but i do think that like it is something that a lot of people it is experience. a symptom that you could see of like yeah, yeah, yeah. what's going on i think it's important to note that you know sex drive but also some people don't have sex drive yes. at all absolutely so, it, again that's another just like but if that's not your normal then like yeah it's something to look into all of that though is just like you know conversations you need to have and you know think things through and talk it out and figure out what it is what is your normal and are you deviating from but that? if you're if you're worried about like your partner like you know not being okay with that like that's something that like is worth having a discussion with because like i can't tell you how many times i'll have to like tell chris like hey like 
I'm not doing right, great right now. And like, I know we're not having sex right now because I'm not feeling this way, blah, blah, blah. And like, you're just understanding of that fucking point. But I, I usually bring it up so that like, it's not just seen as like this weird thing that we're not discussing. And then it's like slowly starting to make us feel bitter about the other person, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's like if anyone isn't understanding of that, then that's fucked up and you shouldn't be with them anyway. Like if you tell your partner like, hey, like I'm feeling really depressed and it's affecting my sex drive and they're like, well, fuck you. I need that good, sweet, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. Um, then they can get the fucking door. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. Man, the last thing is a fuck, Mary kill of the YouTube algorithm. The idea of horse and buggies coming to Seattle and bad vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, going to kill the YouTube algorithm, marry good vanilla, and then fuck a horse and buggy coming to Seattle. <laughs> I, I'm gonna kill the algorithm, and then I'm going to. Uh, fuck the vanilla and uh, marry the buggy. <laughs> that was fucked up, guys. That that would be interesting to see horse and buggies. I'm sure they exist in the outskirts of Washington. Just see one trotting around downtown, though. That'd be wild. Yeah, that'd be cool. I miss the parking lots for the horses. <laughs> oh my god, tie me up and call me Susan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, right. uh, you know that uh, about rounds it up. That was something <laughs> for this week's episode of Coffee with Rachel. Well, Coffee with Rachel. Um, we suddenly just started being like Coffee with Rachel. That's the way I always say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like it's it's almost like it left my mouth so fast that you didn't even catch the title of this <laughs> Godforsaken show. Um, <laughs> so, benches, stay tuned. The rest of y'all, we'll see you next week. Chris, oh my is god, having his no, moment. I gotta struggle. He doesn't even know where his fucking mug is. It's just I've got gone. It. it was here. Okay, trust me. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, so since I'm Professor Sprout myself, we we did not plan that. Um, we are doing the benches as houseplants because, as you know, I've been filling my house with plants There's lately. a lot of new ones every single week, and, and it's great. just loving life. So let's start off here with Scott Edward R. Wilmot, who is a scarlet star. Jackie Goldfarb is a golden trumpet. Emily Sweeney is a swamp buttle brush. Melanie Weldon is a camellia. Shannon Shires is a Persian shield. Kimberly Proza is a prayer plant. Sarah Booth is a Boston fern. Emma Corbio is a Corokia. Angelica Feliz is angel wings. Valerie Molina is a Velota. Teague Phillips is a Philodendron. Ali Patella is a bird of paradise. Lily Rose is a desert rose. Norma Ortiz is a Chinese ground orchid. Winter Russell is papyrus. Oh my god, I hate that font. <laughs> Brooke Renee is a Browalia. Savannah Pelissier is a Pelagornium. Gonium? Pelag... Pelar... Yeah. Ioana Tartaglini is a starflower. Joshua Kurtman is a Menosa. Chantal Piat is a chain plant. Catherine is a Kalancho. Bridget Carey Davis is a Devalia. Colby Rhymes is a Columnia. Haley Boucher is a Bouvardia. Jake Parker is a Parlor Maple. Renee Medina is a Mednilla. This is hard, by the way. <laughs> I don't know all these pronunciations. Ryan Hara is a hard fern. Oh my god. Grandma is a grape ivy. Sophia Yaramillo is a Sophora. Not I love makeup. Sophora. Emily Milligan is a milkweed. Chelsea Grundy is basket grass. Haley Welsh is a Hyawarthia. St- Stephanie Lee is spleen warts. <laughs> you gotta get those so checked out, honey. Fucking weird. Jane Thompson is a Japanese laurel. Kayla Bean is a begonia. Brandy Robbins is a break. Michelle Cox is a mimosa. I'll have two. 
Rebecca Mack is a maxillaria. Joanna Jensen is a sentry palm. Leslie Wright is a spineless yucca. <laughs> Gwen Stowe is a stone crop. Kat Schultz is a shrimp plant. Jason Gonzalez is a dragon tree. Lindsay Torlina is a Molinaria. Jess Adams is an Adenium. Daisy Blossom Dottie is a polka dot plant. Kennedy Rochelle is a chicken gizzard. Wow. <laughs> I'm upset. Taryn Parker is a firecracker flower. Lutzi is lovegrass. Sonia Vazbrun is Vanda. Fiona is an asparagus fern. Stephanie Oliver is a beefsteak plant. Ugh. Oh my god, that one's not being poisoned. Juanita Carr is a cardinal flower. Cassandra Lee is a lycast. Avery Labelson is an abelia. Liz Holbrook is a holly fern. Madison Greer is a Chinese evergreen. Corey Springfield is a spicelia. Chloe Ireland is a Norfolk Island palm. Caitlin Whalen <laughs> is a Hawaiian heather. Dana Daly is today and tomorrow. <laughs> what about Sunday? Flynn <laughs> and Drew are rainbow vine. Mackenzie Knight is a Madagascar palm. And Rachel Evans is the devil's tongue. Which is also squeezy. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the rest of you beach bapos are all going to be individual flowering buds right now on my Easter cactus because she is just looking fine. She prime. is loving life right now. We've got Samantha Grace. Pavithra Suresh. Jocelyn Fry. Hermione. Ishbel Mendez. Neve Cavanaugh. Bree Cram. Ashley Riefenberger. Allie Malone. And Kathleen Wynn. So thank you guys for joining us on... On our leafy adventure. Yes. Let us know if this plant really beps your bop, especially the ones that I butchered and you can't even Google it because you don't even know what to do. <laughs> Beefsteak out there or spleen warts. You spleen know, warts. Let us know. Um, uh, the rest of you guys, what? <laughs> the rest of you guys. All of you guys will see you next week. Bye.